is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabour. The Meat Improv is, of course, the improv podcast where we bring on guests to tell meaty stories from their lives, meaty true stories, and then we do long-form improvisation inspired by those true stories. Um, That's the shtick. That's what we do here. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get to our guests really quick, let's just uh, remind our listeners two easy ways to support the show. Actually, one easy way to support the show, and then a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to boardwalkaudio.com slash the meat, and you click on the button that says support our artists, that'll bring you to amazon.com, and you can shop as you would on Amazon, and we get a little tiny little kickback from that. So nothing, no extra work for you, but we get a little bit of kickback, and we are looking to get some new audio gear and to also maybe raise some funds for this next bit of news, which is Jake and I are going on tour. Choo-choo. Via train. <laughs> Um, Jake's sound effects was a perfect <laughs> example of how we need uh, some more equipment around here. Perhaps another degree. All of profession- aboard! <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, we're taking a train from LA to New York, and we're stopping in uh, Arizona, either Phoenix or Tucson. Figuring that out. Uh, Austin, New Orleans, Chicago, um, DC, Philadelphia, New York. So if you're in any of those cities and you want to check us out. Uh, live, maybe even tell a story or whatever, yeah. just see the show in person, uh, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash meat train. Meat, M-E-A-T, train. Cool? Cool. Great. We're really looking forward to it. It's going to be in June. Uh, so if you're in any of those cities, come out and see us. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, see what we look like. <laughs> oh, I guess you do. Maybe. <laughs> do you assume everyone's uh, stalked you on Google? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have not. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, great. So speaking of Boardwalk Audio, we have two very special guests from a brand new Boardwalk Audio network podcast called Duck Snort. Uh, it's a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Greg Nix and Wayland McQueen. Say hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. It's the Duck Snort Boys. Yeah, Duck Snort. Do you have a name for your fans yet? It's a pretty new podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. The, S- the Snortaholics? The Snorties? The snorties. I don't know. The Snortles. The Snortles. What was that? The Snorfs? Or Snorks? Isn't that like a, snorks? Yeah, they got a like, cartoon? Uh, yeah, the Snorks. Yeah. Maybe. The snorks. Quack Kids? <laughs> <laughs> Quackheads? The Quackheads. Yeah, that's it. They're the Quackheads. Pretty heads. close to Meatheads, honestly. But. Uh, is that your fans or the Meatheads? Yeah, they're Meatheads. Oh, I had a friend. Man. I had some, a friend. Well, that's probably not too inaccurate. But somebody who I just met... Somewhere in the LA improv scene was like, I'm a meathead. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, it's working. It's catching on. Yeah. Anyway, so l- let's just introduce him to a little bit to the idea of your podcast. Uh, it's about baseball, right? Yeah. Uh, it's sort of, you two are comedians and, you've had, and you have comedian guests on, but it is sort of about ba- like it's a ba- it's a baseball we like greg and i will talk a little bit about the week it's a weekly podcast so we'll talk about the some news of the week the week that was uh mm-hmm. then we'll have a guest uh could be a comedian it could be someone involved with baseball like a writer or um we got a jumbotron operator, jumbotron coming, operator up. coming up in june that's awesome uh, yeah trying, to, <laughs> Whoa, trying cool. to get an organist also like a Whoa. stadium organist so um, yeah we're just trying to we're trying to get guests that are involved in baseball in some way or sometimes it'll be comedians like will hines was on an episode emily schmidt was 
on one that uh, I heard you got Vin Scully. We had Vin Scully on our last one. Uh, that transitions perfectly into sometimes we have people pretending to be. Uh, yeah, we have others. characters. We, we have do. character bits, so there's some comedy in there. So it, uh, you don't have to. I, I don't feel like you have to be a huge baseball fan, no, or a baseball fan really, to enjoy the podcast. I think you have to not hate baseball if yeah. you hate baseball it's probably yeah. not the podcast mm. for you but if you're even mildly interested i think it's a, a pretty good time yeah, yeah i agree and we don't we don't go too crazy well, we don't go too nerdy with yeah. it so it, we I try mean, to keep it accessible to as many people as possible i think you could go nerdier, we'll go a little nerdy little I mean, we can't help it we're basically yeah fans. you you could speak to it you've listened to it yes you I probably have. have a more accurate impression than we do of <laughs> what it's like yeah well i think it's so no pressure but plug <laughs> it really hard <laughs> I just thought I just enjoyed the talk. It's like I I listen to uh, the Bill Simmons podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're better. And he'll than talk Bill about. We're better than Bill Simmons. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Ducksnort.com. Certain- <laughs> <com. laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're certainly more well known than Bill Simmons. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> but I, I'll listen to him talk to athletes in sports that I don't know much about. But I'll still be interested in sort of the conversation and mm-hmm. just the goings on and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, it's just a good conversation. The episode with Will Hines, you kind of just talked about his background with it and then picked their your winners for the year and yeah. the divisions and stuff. Yeah. We'll always have little things like that or yeah. stat lines we like or things that we like to point out. But I like to, that's like for me, baseball is such a daunting sport, 162 mm-hmm. games, where I, I really do get my news from others. Like, I always wear my Brewers hats. People are like, how about those Brewers? I'm like, you tell me. <laughs> like I looked today, and I saw that they had a better record than the Cubs, and I was I had to rub that in Waylon's face. <laughs> They're uh, playing right now, though, so. Who knows? Could they could be tied. Well, the score's 4-3 Brewers right now. This is the very second. <laughs> so the Brewers are the better team. It's <laughs> closed. Um, anyway, uh, I think you'd enjoy it if you're into baseball or a good conversation, comedy, whatever. Great. We've done a bunch of plugs up top, but I think it's worth plugging. That's why we wanted to invite yeah. you guys on. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate it. And uh, we should also plug that you guys are on it, are on our yeah. podcast. Uh, yes. Josh played Vin Scully. Jake played Robert Turkis. Robert? Yeah. Was it Robert? Ronald? Ronald. Ronald, Ronald Turkis. Ronald Turkis. Ronald Turkis. Legendary yeah. bat boy. Legendary bat yeah. boy. Yeah. He was, great. He was the bat boy for Vince Scully's entire tenure. <laughs> <Batman. Yeah. laughs> Don't spoil it, Jake. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys should, if you like listening to Josh and Jake, you should check that out at boardwalkaudio.com slash duck snore. Duck yeah. snore, yeah. Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about baseball to get us started, I guess. Uh, the, great. Base- baseball was my favorite sport growing up. Uh, to play or to watch? Um, if I'm, pro- I liked watching. I liked watching, but I didn't. Yeah, I, I liked watching. I, I actually watched the Cubs almost as much as the Brewers because WGN was a network yeah. um, that I could get. But uh, I liked playing just in the backyard. A little known fact about me: I was a gymnast uh, from ages two to twelve. Is this really the first time you brought this up? Maybe it might be. Wow! Yeah, Your wedding was the first time I saw him dust off those <laughs> some gymnastics. Moves. Yeah, <laughs> did a back handspring on the dance floor. It blew my mind. <laughs> and then <laughs> hurt himself for three weeks and couldn't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did bruise the bottom of my foot. Wait, how like intense of a gymnast? Like, did you go to competitions and stuff? Yeah, like, I was a state champion when I was champion. nine years old. Why'd you quit? Because it sucked. <laughs> well, all around. Or floor or what? Or all around, all around. Wow. And I did. I was a rings champion too. Wow! wow. Uh, Sean Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like grueling. So like it got sure. to the point where I did one year of little league, but the next summer I couldn't. Like my parents were sort of like, you got to do one or the other. And then like 
But I was already so far into gymnastics, I just did gymnastics. But if I were to redo that, I think I would do baseball, I have the no fli- question. I have the flip side story of you, because when, uh, in our school, when you started being old enough to be in band, I think like um, fifth or sixth grade, you had, a ch- you had to take summer band mm-hmm. to join band, but that means you couldn't play baseball. And I was like, no way am I not playing baseball. And so I never joined band. And I'm like, no, I don't know how to play an instrument. Like, I was so bad I knew how to play an instrument. So I've totally a- given up baseball for one season yeah. to learn how to play anything. That's a really <laughs> high bar to have to get over for fifth grade band. <laughs> yeah, I think fifth grade time. band requirement at my school was have an instrument. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you had to give up your summer for yeah, fifth that's grade band. That's yeah, that is intense. Really and no shit, I feel like band would be like, come on, we need some bands. Yeah, yeah. No, on, not in Shenandoah, Iowa, dude. <laughs> yeah. <with> the thing. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I ended up doing, having to do just gymnastics. Uh, and I had a pretty fun year playing baseball. I got one home run off my best friend at the time, who, who was, we were actually fighting. And oh, we were, wow. we were in a classic by third grade fight. But I got a home run that was a double, then an error throw to second, then an error throw to third. <laughs> so you got a double. Well, it was all one play, and I got all the way around those bases. Uh, I think it was very satisfying because he hated it. I mean, <laughs> and, and I also kind of reveled in the little shit part of it, where I was like, hey, "Home run!" <laughs> they call that a little league home run in like the majors. They'll say a little league home run, so that's exactly why. Because it was a, home, a legit home run in Little League. No, I mean, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there wasn't a fence to hit it over. Oh, okay, you're on one of those fields. Where, like another field was facing yeah. fields the outfields. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, that's my experience with baseball. I, I had one one really fun season. Did, did, did uh, sm- local businesses sponsor your teams? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some plumber or something. We were the one plumber. That's <laughs> not all the teams. His, his name's just Frank. It just says Frank on every uniform. <laughs> we're Frank's Franks. <laughs> uh, I was on the Subway Slammers. No big oh, deal. Oh, whoa. No big deal. Subway, like the restaurant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's oh, nice. Subway. Yeah. That's a Are nice you green and yellow? Uh, yellow, I think. Just yellow. I don't think our league had not. any sponsors either. I mean, we were just like the Rockies and the Yankees and stuff there, like that. You know what yeah. I mean? The neighboring district had teams like that, so they yeah. could be like cool real teams. But we but were like, all... I wondered. I don't think we had a license to like sure. use their logos and sh- oh like, no, 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 whoever just. I guess that would be pretty messed up for Major League Baseball to like sue a bunch of little <laughs> leagues for their yeah. logos. Yeah, like way to turn kids off of the sport yeah. that's using youth like losing <laughs> crazy. I think our Royals hat was just a blue hat with a white vinyl R pressed on it. <laughs> just like you just do an a R. good store. <laughs> Royals. Royals. <laughs> uh, I had a situation when I played baseball. I played baseball up until my freshman year of high school. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade where I. Um, it was a double hitter, and they were like, "We're not going to play you in the first." I wasn't very good, but they're, so they're like, "You're not playing the first game." And our first baseman was playing very poorly, and I would just—I was just talking so much shit on the first baseman, uh, just not letting up. And I was at the end—I didn't think the coach could hear me. And then finally, the coaches came over and went, "McQueen, get in there, first base." Never played first base in my life, <laughs> and of course, it's the ninth inning. We're winning. We're up two against our biggest rival, who we haven't beat like ever. And of course, with two outs, I drop. A th- easy throw to first, like from the second baseman. After I talked uh-huh. all that shit, which led to them scoring like three runs in the oh, end. Uh, why did Why did he do that? Because I was just I was rel- I was just talking so much. Was he shit. trying was to like, teach you a lesson? Yeah, or? he was just like, if you think if you're going to talk so much shit, why don't you get to play first? Why don't you go play first? 
Wow. Yeah, and like the team just really like, didn't talk to me for like three days, and it was really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Sounds like a tyrant. <laughs> he was, he was kind of an idiot. <laughs> I got yelled at so bad. <laughs> I slid into second, and I heard out, so I got up. But it was one of the kids saying out, and I wasn't out, mm-hmm. and so I like left the bag. And then they tagged me out. Uh, and the coach came out of the dugout to yell at me on the field. He was just, like, screaming at me. Uh, and my, like, I've, I can't remember it, except he was just, like, in my face. Like, you don't fucking leave the bag until, like, I tell you to leave the, like. Uh, and my mom had to, like, come and get me and take us off the thing. She was like, you don't get to... Whoa. Yell at my son in front of an entire room, like or entire room. <laughs> room. <laughs> you played indoor baseball. Yeah, I played indoor baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, humiliating. Wow, Greg. Uh, my baseball experience was also humiliating, but just because <laughs> I was very bad at baseball. Like I, there was. The only skill I was good at was like knowing that the pitchers were bad and I didn't really have to swing at anything and they would probably walk me. So, like, just like barely ever swung. And so I got on base a lot, but I like got maybe three hits my entire, you know, two year little league career. And I was, I think both years I was on the worst team in the league as well. Like I was not. I think I blamed it on myself. <laughs> I don't know if that was you true were or so not. Bad. You but I was like, I'm down. dragging this team down. And then my last game, because uh, it was like the little league went up to like sixth grade or something, and then you went to like a more advanced league. But like because it was our last game um, for like everybody who was aging out, they let all of us pitch in that game except for me because during warmups they said I was throwing too slow to pitch to these <laughs> and I was like I'm literally throwing it as hard as I can uh, yeah it's very ironic how much I love baseball and how very bad at it was <laughs> well that's alright uh, but lots of good snacks you know loved that snack bar at the little <laughs> oh, stadium God. oh yeah and some Frito pie <laughs> yeah fun uh, dips yeah. Frito pie really yeah, Frito pie wow. damn yeah we had like snow cones. I don't even know. If, popcorn, maybe. I think parents brought their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just sold it out. <laughs> well, I, I think you just had to bring your own. I think. I don't know. We always had concessions. Those concessions were always run by like some kid, you know, like it's to raise money for the elementary school mm-hmm. Pride Day or you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It wasn't like there was a. Prof- <laughs> it, like, well, I think ours the was Bisco for profit. Wasn't- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a guy who lived near the park who was like, "Yep, this is my job." Like selling <laughs> concessions at the little stadium. <laughs> Jake just had full foot-long subs from Subway. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you might have extended your baseball career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Improv! Hey! Hey, you! What? I hear you talking shit down there. What? No. You think you could drum better for kiss? No, no, no. Then why no, don't you no, get no, up no, here no, no. and I'm drum just, for kiss? It just seemed a little... I mean, you just... <laughs> He's just a little off. I'm just saying he's a little off. Who's, he's off? Yeah. Well, then you get up here. I'm not. I'm what not are you dr- saying? Darren. Kiss Darren. It. What? Darren, do it. What? No, this I'm, is your I dream, never, Darren. I, oh, this is your dream. You're I'm always just, talking about how you could drum so much better than the guy from Kiss. Shut up, Larry. <laughs> what? I'm trying to be a supportive friend right now. Excuse me, Let's Mr. Welcome Hill. him up. No. Kiss Nation. Uh, yeah. No. What's your name? 
Uh, uh, Darren. Give it up for Darren. I was just saying that he just seemed a little off. Uh, uh, he'll probably rebound. Darren, don't be modest. Hey, Gene, Mr. Simmons, he's always talking about how he could keep such good time, how, like, uh, if he had that set instead of the set that he has in our basement, he could rip this place to shreds. Larry. Well, now's your chance, Darren. Fine. Here's some drumsticks. Here's some black and white makeup. Put some on (laughs) your face. All right. Uh, Cut to 30 minutes later. (laughs) Makeup looks all right. Darren, All you right. look good. <laughs> Darren, you look good, man. Okay, you look cool. cool. Yeah, Everyone back great. from okay. the concession stand, you got your Frito pies? Cool. <clears throat> I have a sub. <laughs> Foot long. Cool. All right, I'm going to count us in, I guess. Uh, and, and I'm going to be you out in this crowd going wild. Uh, I don't know if I need that, but okay. Uh, and one, two, three. Hold on, what? Darren. What? Why aren't you playing drums? You're uh, just going t- 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 into a microphone. I'm, I don't. I don't need this pressure, man. I just. Uh, uh, I just want to come to a Kiss concert. I was just. Uh, I didn't mean. I didn't know you could hear me. I thought I'm way down here. You're up on that stage. It's our last song, Darren. We're uh, trying to bring this party home, and it looks like your girlfriend's hit it off with our drummer. What? No, Paul Stanley. Oh no. <laughs> well, that's Sarah, me. No, Sarah. <laughs> that's the lead singer. That'd be me. Peter, Peter Chris, it's Peter Chris. Come on. That's how hard he rocks. <laughs> I know Paul Stanley is what I was saying. Yeah, we've been working in the same. <laughs> oh, got it. This uh, girl's all over well, me. We get, count us in again, Darren. And this time with the sticks I, and I the think, skins. I think I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I think no. <laughs> rock and roll all night. And party every day. Hey, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I stop drumming for a second? Oh, we'd really love to get through the song. This song. I was just that this song's a little obvious for the last song. I was just thinking this is a little obvious of a song. What? Yeah. You think you can do a better set list? <laughs> I can definitely do a better set list. Okay. Todd! What? Who's Todd? Our manager. Oh, he makes God. our set list for us. Todd, come out here. You think... Todd, you hear this? He thinks he can manage a band. I just think it's than... obvious. Everyone's going to expect rock and roll tonight. Oh, you think you can do a better set list than me, huh? I, Mr. Todd, I don't Oh, I've been a band manager for 18 months, okay? As far as uh, I know... This, the... You think you could just learn everything that I learned in 18 months in one sitting? Does the manager even make the set list? Is that even the job a manager does? That's what our manager does. Okay. Yes, I can make a better set list. Rock oh, roll. First, you got to get that makeup off. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> minutes later. Oh, he looks pretty good without makeup on. <laughs> oh, thank Not you. bad. Thank you. Where's Sarah? Where's my girlfriend? Huh? My girlfriend? Have you seen my girlfriend? Where's I don't Sarah? know. It's your girlfriend. Oh, Darren, your girlfriend left with Peter Chris. No. <laughs> well, did you make the set list? Uh, yeah. So, rock and roll and night's gonna go third. Ooh, he's good. All right. Well, let's get into the meat part of the podcast where we tell a true meaty story. Uh, Greg, you're up first, my friend. Uh, uh, let's. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I was going to tell a story about a time. Uh, well, I don't know. Should I like give it away or should I just dive in? 
Uh, give us a setting, yeah. Kind of, okay. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but if there's a twist <laughs> ending, uh, there's Shyamalan it there. for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> take us to the village. Make it and real, then... <laughs> real shitty and, and like uh, you know, reflective on how great a writer I am. That's the <laughs> way. Um, well, this is the story of uh, when I got pulled over with weed in my car. Um, I think it's important to say what state. Sorry, you probably were about to do that. I'll I'll get there. Okay, okay, so, great. Uh, see, this is why I asked, Josh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, so the story starts. I was uh, in Reno, Nevada, for three months. Um, I was doing a musical at a casino there. I was doing the Buddy Holly story. Um, <laughs> which, were you Buddy Holly? I was not Buddy Holly. No. How old were you? How old, how old were you? I was twenty. Four, maybe twenty three or twenty four. This you was out like, there for how long? For three months in Reno, Nevada. In Reno, Nevada, uh, working at a casino. Uh, Ooh, little city in the world. <laughs> that, it sure is, and that's the only thing you go there to see is that sign. Um, it was actually it was pretty fun. It was like uh, you know I was just out of college. I had this like paying job doing this show for three months. We got to play music. That's the key part of the yeah. story. Is I was in the kind of ensemble of it, but I played saxophone. My roommate, who was I was I was assigned to live with, played uh, guitar, and so he had like four guitars. And so um, the show ended, and I had brought my car out there because we needed to escape this casino every once in a while. Um, so we decided to drive back. I was living in Philly at the time; he was living in New Jersey, very close by. So we decided to drive back. So we piled like like his three amps and four guitars or whatever and my saxophone and I think I had a bass with me also and all of our suitcases in this car and we decided to drive across the country. Wow. A side note is that um, this was the first time I had ever been anywhere near someplace where like weed was easy to get because we were so close to the California border. One of the guys in the cast was from California. He could drive over and get us all weed and it was great. Um, and so I decided to bring some of this like California medical weed back to my friends in Philly because and be like, "This is Cali weed." <laughs> I don't know what my thought process was. I There's guess I do that. Though. Yeah, I thought it would be special oh, in some yeah. way. Um, I was having the weed of Syracuse, New York, for a long time when I had uh, Los Angeles weed. <laughs> I, I was I was blown away. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> There's something to it. That's a legit. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that it holds up in retrospect. <laughs> um, so I brought. It was like so little weed too. It was like you know two nugs or something that, and I like put it in this uh, band aid box like in my backpack in the car. And so we were driving, and the first day that we were driving, we got pulled over in Utah. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh no. So we got pulled over in Utah, and this cop, he was like this kindly old gentleman, and he was like, you know, you guys were speeding back there. And uh, my friend was like, my friend was driving, and he was like, yeah, sorry, we uh, just didn't realize how fast we were getting, whatever. And he noticed all the guitars and stuff in the back seat, and he was like, oh, are you guys musicians? And we told him, yeah, we were doing this show, this Buddy Holly story, and he was like, I love Buddy Holly. Like, I love the music. That's so great. Uh, and so he lets us off with a warning. Like, we didn't get a speeding ticket or anything. It was like, oh, we charmed him with this, like, story of us being musicians and, like, <laughs> traveling across the country. Like, that was so great. Uh, so we made it to Denver that night, and then the next day we were driving uh, through Kansas, and my wow. asshole friend, who uh, was a speed demon, got us pulled over again in the middle of Kansas, like 50 miles from anything in any direction, wow. like nothing around. And we got pulled over, and this time the cop was like, 
I feel like he was like 16 years old. Like he was so young looking. He was like so this like smarmy dude um, who you could tell like new to the force. Uh, it, it had gone to his head. Mm-hmm. And so he pulled us over. He came up. My friend was like, I got this. I know the story to tell this guy to charm him. And so he's, the cop's like, oh, you know how fast you were going back there? And my friend was like, oh, yeah, I think we were a little bit over, but, you know, we're musicians. Uh, we're just, like, trying to get back from the show, back to the uh, East Coast. And the cop's like, oh, musicians, huh? You mind stepping out of the car? Oh, uh, <laughs> and my friend was like, oh, yeah, sure, no worries. Um, and he was like, do you have any drugs in the car or anything? And my friend was like, no, 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 no drugs or anything. And meanwhile, like, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, and, like, my backpack is, like, right behind me, like, uh-huh. on top of everything. Like, if he's searching the car, like, this is the first bag that he's going to check. Yeah. And it for sure smells like weed. And I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, how to get, you know, word to my friend, like, don't let him search the car. You could say no. So your friend doesn't know you have the weed. He doesn't know that oh. I have weed. Oh, uh, I'm like freaking out. I, like I hadn't smoked much weed up until this point either. Like I had n- no frame of reference for how this encounter was gonna go. Uh-huh. But so like my friend steps out of the car, and I'm like, should I like swallow this? Like how can I get it from this bag? <laughs> like I, I I was wearing like sandals and like there's nowhere to hide it. I was just like fuck. Like he's definitely gonna find this. So he searches my friend and sends him to stand, like, 50 feet down the road. And then he, like, asked me to step out of the car. And he, like, searches me. It was really intense. Like, he was, like, frisking us. He was frisk- he frisked me and he said, like, do you have any knives on you? I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> like, why would I have? We just told you our horse- whole story. Why would I have knives on me? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he searches me, doesn't find anything. He's like, go stand with your friend. I'm going to search the car. And I, like, walk over to my friend, and he's like, pretty crazy, huh, man? And I was like, yeah, I got weed, like, right in the back seat, dude. Um, and he's like, also, he can't search your car, right? Like, I, I what think... What are your rights there? I should definitely know he, this. If he smells that he can. But, like, there was no he can't, co- yeah. cause. I think yeah. we could have said no, but, like, my friend didn't think anything of it. Like, didn't yeah. want to make trouble. He was still trying to get out of a ticket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we could have said no, but I'm, but that also <laughs> I'm not going to be way like, worse. Right. Then if he's like, like I can I search your, <laughs> search your car? And my friend's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh. no, 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 don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 don't search the car. Don't, you know? Um... <laughs> So I'm like, dude, I had I had weed in like my backpack, and he's like, oh shit. And so we see him from like it was very cinematic. It was like you know we were way down the road, and I see him like reach into the car, and he's like searching the backpack, and I, like I see him through the windshield doing this, and then he uh. sniffs the backpack, and I'm like, fuck, and he like takes out the like band aid box, and I'm like, god damn it. And so then he's, like, pulling guitars out of the car to, like, search everything. And finally, because we had so much stuff, he, like, finally called us back over, and he was like, "Uh, whose bag is this? I was like, that's mine. He's like, yeah, so uh, did you know you had drugs in this bag? I was like, yeah, I knew. (laughs) I put it there. Um, You admitted it? Yeah. Like, what was I going to say? Yeah. what? What? Whose drugs is that hidden in a Band-Aid box in my backpack? Um, so he, like, found it, um, and he found this brownie that I also had, which was a weed brownie. And he was like, um, you know, are these, is this yours? And I was like, yeah, that's mine. And he's like, well, okay. I don't see any, like, paraphernalia yet. I could keep searching this car, you know, tear it apart 
we could both be here for hours or you could be honest with me is there any kind of paraphernalia or anything in the car Mm -hmm. and i was like no there's not like i didn't have a pipe like i I had nothing Uh, which was very lucky didn't even have a lighter so i was like no there's nothing uh and then he was like and uh is this a weed brownie and i i really took a gamble on this one i was like uh, no, that's uh, just a brownie for eating. Uh, <laughs> like thinking, like, is he going to like take it back to the lab or something? Like, I don't think so. And so he let us go, but he made me like pour the weed out on the side of the car, and then he gave us this really stern talking to this guy who, again, was you know couldn't have been more than twenty two. Is like, well, you kids, uh, just remember to be safe, okay? Because uh, this kind of thing can get you into real trouble if you run across cops who aren't cool like me <laughs> uh, uh, and we were like uh-huh yeah yes yeah, yeah, sir officer um drove away promptly like threw the brownie out the window like not taking any chances on this um and like i i was just so relieved i was like you know i don't know what the laws are in kansas we could have been there for days whatever very relieved um and the like capper on the story was that my friend got pulled over again the next day. Oh, <laughs> man. I got a speeding ticket. Uh, what state? That was New Jersey. We were like almost to his house. And I got, uh, so I don't know. I don't know if there's a moral there uh, besides <laughs> don't drive across country with a bunch of weed. Or if you do, wow. don't let a cop search your car. I think a moral also might be some cops aren't. Some cops are pretty cool. That was really cool, that cop. Like, yeah, I mean, it was... If, you're going across state lines. I'm sure you didn't have Kansas plates, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Pennsylvania plates. I mean, yeah, for all... It was weird, because he was, like, such a lame guy. And he was, like, so, like... The the look in his eye when he... He was, like, musicians, huh? Why don't you step out of the car? It was, like, clear, like, God, you're square. But he didn't arrest us. That's very wow. true. Wow. So. Huh. Uh, yeah, wow. He was a, a riddle of a man, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, that's interesting. I I once did improv with a cop. <laughs> like, no, uh, do, were you at that show? You <laughs> I've done improv with, with a cop before. Yeah, I think like it was the cop has never been done improv before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Chad's show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he, we were do. I was improvising with him, and I was amazed at how quickly he was just like pothead. Like, he said it to me, like, kind of, like, in a scene, and I was like, easy. <laughs> like, You're right, but okay. <laughs> he wasn't, like, really right, but he was right. <laughs> but I was just like, that's, it just kind of gave me a glimpse as to, like, what every cop sees when, right. I, when they, when I rolled out my window. They're just like, pothead. Uh, I don't think so much anymore. Also, I don't smoke as much pot anymore, but. Uh, yeah, you can tell by your aura that you. <laughs> my aura of just like <laughs> you're just way less paranoid that's how that <laughs> yeah. you're like does this cop think that i smoke weed and then he's like do you smoke weed <laughs> it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah i don't smoke a ton of weed anymore but noise does make me a little paranoid it's it's funny to me because if i was on a road trip across the country uh not to give ourselves away here in this meat train thing but, uh, <laughs> on road trips i've definitely been like smoking along the way yeah, I Just mean, like, it's yeah. what gets you. It's what gets you from one place y- to the next. Luckily, we weren't. I mean, we were like super, kind of innocent at the time. We were like yeah. very young. Like, I mean, you could tell even from the idea that I had of like, oh, I'll bring this cool weed across the country. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, but there was nothing illicit going on besides that. 
thankfully. I've flown with weed before without realizing it. With leaf? Like with green? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't realize. It wasn't a ton, but there was like a little canister like in my bag, and I was like, oh, boy. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, I think I discovered it on my uh, after I had already gotten back and unpacked everything. Wow. I was like, uh, I've, I've read, though, I've read on the internet, but like that the TSA, like, why why would they care? Like that's just like so much hassle for them to see like, oh he has like a tiny bit of weed to make this a big deal. Yeah. It's like it's not you're not endangering anybody, you're not gonna smoke it on the plane. Yeah, you know, like I think it probably don't depends forget who that's you California. Get. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, know, like, I know, but like I feel like even like in Wisconsin like you're from Wisconsin or like Mm. I know people that work for TSA in Iowa, and I'm like, that dude would not care. <laughs> you know, I feel, like, I feel like yeah. the supervisor was like looking over his shoulder. You'd be or surprised. It was like, you know, eight ounces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think TSA agents, in my experience, have an extremely variable level of like. Oh, sure. Uh, there could be that are just like. Yeah, some people take it way too seriously. Power trip crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something to that. But, I would I would be freaking out if I like I'm not saying that you should have been freaking out I'm just saying that like like smoking weed in California is like I have never once even been worried about it no like although I did get caught at a at a music festival once smoking at Fuck Yeah Fest and they took away my weed a joint I was smoking during Flying Lotus <laughs> but then they like all of a sudden there's just three people around me and I was like hi <laughs> and then and then one of them they were all like give me tough guy stuff and i was like ah really and i was also looking at flying lotus's visuals and i was like i can't do this here <laughs> like it seems like a perfect place for exactly what i'm doing uh <laughs> if we're being real for a second that but, mom yelled us that one time for oh yeah for smoking weed around their daughter at a granddaddy concert it's his son right oh, i don't son, forget yeah, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you, we did yeah, yeah. That's also a worthwhile story. My story goes like this, though. It ended with one of those guards was like, take one more hit each and then put it out. <laughs> Which I was like... That's was generous. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. I take, this one, I take little baby one to me. Whatever. Uh, but, we got, <laughs> but I was like, also, what policy? That, that was him being a cool guy, I think. Trying to let us get a little to bit To me, that, that dude is just avoiding getting fired. Yeah, there were two other people with him though, but he let us do that. Yeah, I almost, I was almost like, "You want one?" <laughs> uh, but I'm sure he didn't. That probably would have pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> He's a younger dude. I don't know. Weed to me, being in California for this long, is just like if I smell it on the street, I'm like, "Who cares?" I like, I don't, I don't know. It. I still have it like built in, like from you know, dare or whatever. That like this is wrong, and if anybody sees me do this, I'm gonna be in big trouble. Like it's very deeply ingrained, <laughs> like do, in in public especially. Yeah, it's like. When I first started dating my wife, we would go to like a movie, and we'd be parked on the street, like outside the ArcLight in Hollywood, and like all the smoke before the movie. And you know, I would you just sit in your car and smoke, and she would be like ducking, like <laughs> underneath the dash, and like popping up and like waiting to exhale to make sure no people around. I was like, she also like just had moved here, and it's just like <laughs> that's Arizona. So, yeah, yeah, Arizona. I was like, you are worrying way too much about if anybody walking down the street cares who we're smoking weed. <laughs> Um, so did you make it to New Jersey? Or, I mean, wherever you're... You made it. Yeah, I made it back to Philadelphia for you sure. Had but no remnants of any weed. Yeah, I didn't have the souvenir for uh, my friends. I, I probably could have saved that brownie, but I was, like, real jittery after that happened. Like, I was pretty freaked out. Also, those brownies, like, 
when I ate one of those brownies, it was the highest still I've ever been in my life. Like they were pretty uh, toxically intense. So yeah. just eat I, a little bit of brownies. Yeah, it didn't. Well, now you tell me. Eight <laughs> yeah. years later, Josh, where were you in Reno? Yeah. <laughs> just eat a little Edibles bit. Edibles can be powerful. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I want to post it. Just says, animals be powerful, Jake Jabor. I'm talking real shit. Ooh, oh, babe, you nicked your finger. Uh, let me get you a Band-Aid out of the uh, first aid kit. Ah, okay, thanks. There's no Band-Aids in here. It's just weed. Oh, uh, where's the band aids? Cut to a house across town. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just gonna go ahead and get some of this weed, <laughs> so we can smoke some more weed. Roll it and toke it, my uh, arm. Whoa, Roly hey, toksies. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This baggie only has band aids in it. <laughs> what? We can't smoke band aids, can we? Smoke a band aid, huh? It is sort of another kind of medicine in a way. And cut to a hospital <laughs> nearby. Uh, I'm going to need uh, f- 50 cc's of uh, adrenaline. Uh, he's crashing. He's you crashing. Got you got it. Gr- uh, nurse, please, g- hurry. You got it. These are just Cheetos. <laughs> a man's dying on the table. Nurse. I don't know what to tell what? you. There's no adrenaline? There's no adrenaline. There's just, just Cheetos? Just Cheetos. Uh, crunchies. We cut to a 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> There's two guys looking at the chip section. Hey man, what are you what are you in the mood for? Hey Should we get some ruffled ch- oh cheddar sour cream? Or? I just had ruffles for brunch, dude. So. Okay, we could do Fritos, or we could do 50 cc's of adrenaline. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just what it says. That's not a chip, is it? We could put it on our chips, or we could just eat it like monsters. You know, just dig in and eat the adrenaline. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really wanted some Cheetos. (laughs) Oh, well. Well. Oh, well. (laughs) I wonder what's going on across town. (laughs) (laughs) You want to get in your car and chat? (laughs) Yeah, man. Let's put on... Um, (laughs) We cut to across town. Uh, A man and his new wife are in the honeymoon suite of our hotel room. Things are getting hot and heavy. The man unzips his pants. Mm. Hey, hey, sweetie. Yeah. Get the condom for our first night as a married couple. I want to have sex with the condom right now. Okay. Here we go. No, hurry, hurry. I'm ready Babe. now. What? Your penis isn't in your pants. <laughs> what? It's just a ding dong. <laughs> like a chocolate ding dong. What do you mean? My penis has been replaced by a chocolate ding dong? Yeah. <laughs> Call the ambulance. Call the hospital. Call somebody. We got to a middle school uh, lunch table. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, hey, dude. My blood sugar is getting pretty low. I've got diabetes. Can you hand me? Do you mind sharing some of your dessert your mom packed you? Oh, yeah. No problem. Thanks, dude. Hmm, that's weird. What's weird? Dude, my, dessert dude, my blood sugar, I'm serious, dude. desserts in a plastic packaging or something. I'm, dude, I'm serious. I need some... Sh- my blood sugar is getting low. I'm diabetic. Okay. This looks like a big man's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to uh, uh, Germany, 1943. <laughs> 
Lieutenant, hand me, hand me the sniper rifle. I've got a clear shot. This is finally our chance to kill Hitler. <clears throat> Hurry, he's it's peeing only for so long. Sorry, uh, here's the rifle. Okay. Um, uh, and I'll just get some bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The time is of the essence. Sorry, clear sorry. shot at Hitler right now. These are a small boy's penis. <laughs> Cut oh my god, I cut, cut to Hitler being. <laughs> yeah, you don't stand by that window for so long while you pee. Oh, let me enjoy my life a little. The window is just a clear shot, it's an open window. <laughs> <laughs> we got him! We got him! We got what Hitler! This? Oh, it looks like a, it's it looks like a grown man's penis. <laughs> At least it's uncircumcised! <laughs> Oh shit! We're getting pulled over. We're getting pulled oh, over. Fuck. God damn it! Okay, just be cool. Be cool. Just be cool. Oh, I'm going to be, be, cool. Cool. be cool. I'm going be to be cool. Be cool. Right, be cool. Let me do the talking right. here. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. Do hello, uh, uh, hello, officer. Hi there. Do you folks know why I pulled you over? Yeah. Uh, were we? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, speed. Were we speedy? Does. No, I mean no. Todd. Yeah, no, you're doing the talking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, officer. Um, we're just musicians. Just little, uh, jam band musicians making our way across the country on a little tour, you know, making our own way, living the Americana dream. You know what I mean? Maybe you heard of us, uh, officer? Your name's, uh, Blunt Tokers? <laughs> you heard of that name? Um, you heard that song? We had the Blunt song. Blunt Tokers. Blunt Tokers, uh... We have Smoke a Bong in front of the cops. That's one of our songs. Uh, we got that song. Um, it's all. It's it's fun being high while you're driving is another song we mm-hmm. have. So. Okay, Todd, great. I'm just tra- oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. Yep, you're talking. <clears throat> uh, we just played a, a county fair uh, where we did about a 45 to 50 minute set for a bunch of um, troubled teens, actually. Yeah, up oh. in Humboldt County, NorCal. Uh, we did it. Uh, <laughs> County Fair up in Humboldt County. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) You you fellas are telling me you're a band named Blunt Tokers. It's it's actually all one word. It's Blunt Tokers. Blunt Tokers. Uh, Portmanteau of Blunt and Tokers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Nevertheless. Yeah. Blunt Tokers, you got a song called, what was it? I'm High While I'm Driving. And Get Stoned in Front of Cops. (laughs) Those are two of our bigger hits. Smoke a bong in front of cops. Smoke a bong in front of cops. You just played uh, a festival up in Humboldt County, Mm -hmm. famous for its humble weed. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I did. I wasn't actually aware. Uh, That is right. Um, Mm. Well, I never heard of you, uh, but... You know, I wish y'all luck. Uh, I was more just pulling you over because, uh, <laughs> oh, you fellas thirsty Todd? in there? Sorry, I turned my head for a second. Yeah, uh, man, no, we're good. We're doing great. Todd is. I'm going to have gut mouth in a second, but I'm good for now. Yeah, we're good, officer. Thank you so much. Okay, I just wanted to check to make sure you fellas were uh, okay, because I couldn't help but notice uh, didn't use your turn signal back there. Oh, is that what happened? Dang. Well, we'll be careful about that uh, in the future. Todd, are those brass knuckles? What do you got going on? 
<laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm trying to hold this hit for four tw- four minutes and twenty seconds, and uh, um, we're gonna need uh, your wallet, officer. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a band named Blunt Tokers. You got a song called "I Like to Get Stoned in Front of the Police." You just I like to smoke. I like to smoke. Okay, yeah. You just played a festival in Humboldt County. Yeah. And you're smoking weed in front of me right now, and yep. you need my wallet. And I got brass knuckles. And you got brass knuckles. <laughs> well, I don't want to hold you fellas up for too long or anything, but... Uh, Officer oh, Nix? Uh, Officer Nix? Oh, well, uh, hold on one second, fellas. We got a, we got a, a Corvette speeding by you, if you could uh, catch them on their way. Uh, they're speeding fast. Okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of something right here. I, I mean, I don't want to hold these fellas up, but... Uh, oh. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if they... <laughs> oh, 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 my neck. Todd. <laughs> what, man? I don't think cops carry wallets. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, dispatch, my nose is broken. Uh, my... Do you need backup? Oh, say no. Yeah, I don't really want to hold these fellas up too long. <laughs> Uh, sweetheart? Yeah? Uh, will you cover me with this blanket while I smoke so that nobody sees me when they're walking by? Just make um, sure I'm totally covered when I'm uh, smoking. It's not a big deal. Just like, what? Do, do, you mean like through the window of our house? You yeah. Make sure I cover you up? Yeah, in case like any, I don't know, any, you know, neighbors are walking by or like sanitation workers or something. Just cover They up. don't care. Just no one up. cares what you're they doing. Do it's care. one of the most important things you can learn as a drug user. To stay out of their way, they'll stay out of yours. We're in our house, by the way. No yeah. one could do it. No, I know we're, I'm just, it freaks me out, okay? <sighs> okay, It fine. freaks me out. I'm doing this for you, okay? Well, knock, that's knock, also knock, knock, knock. troubling. Oh, <laughs> Uh, uh, cover me with a blanket. Come down. <laughs> well, that's even. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, neighbor. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just saw smoke coming from your house, and I just want to make sure no. that um, there wasn't an emergency. There's no emergency. Oh, great. Yeah. Sometimes I like to cook in here. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So don't. There's nothing to worry about. Great. No, I just want to make sure there wasn't an emergency because if you guys are smoking weed or whatever, like. What you know? Your house, your rules. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you later. Okay. S- see you, Pat. That was so close. That, that we 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 Pat almost had us. Although I do have to say, if he was concerned about our house catching fire, that was very nice of him. I always thought he didn't like you. You know what? Much. I think Pat wanted. I think he wanted some weed. You, you I think, think that's the. Now I now I want to cover up too. Actually, because I don't want all these mooching neighbors coming in here trying to get out. <laughs> Cover me up! Cover me up! Cover me up! Why? Hello? Hey! Uh, hey, it's um, Doug from upstairs. I got this uh, rescue dog. I'm just introducing him to the neighbors. Uh, yeah? He's a retired canine. That's okay. Uh, yeah, sure. You want to introduce him? Uh, just so people my, get a feel for him. My no. wife's allergic, but I'll... <laughs> no! <laughs> my no, wife's... don't do it! <laughs> My wife's very a little role play going on here. A little uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, she's pretending she's sick with a cold, and I'm a, a horny electrician. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Whoa! <laughs> Listen, not your place to judge. Uh, this is a deep one. What's his name here? Uh, 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 killer. 
<laughs> killer. Okay, nice to meet you, killer. Okay. Uh, you want to introduce? You want me to introduce? Does your wife want to meet? Him? Not right now. Okay. Mm. He's gonna remember this. <laughs> Who cares? <sighs> You are panicking too. Oh, that, by the way, this I'm is weird. I'm very stoned. I've been smoking the entire time under the blanket. <laughs> what? You, that was what the blanket was for. Was to smoke under. So I figured if I'm going to be under it, I might as well do it. Well, god damn it! You have to share those things. It's a full bowl. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. What the fuck is happening today? This, this knock, is knock. exactly. This is quiet. Put me under. <laughs> you don't have to keep smoking. Hello? Hey, uh, name's Officer Tim Watson. Okay, uh, is there a problem? No, uh, I'm just going door-to-door to just remind everyone that tomorrow's May Day and there might be a lot of people leaving stuff at your doorstep and just make sure that it's all safe. Got it. Aye-aye aye on What's May go- Day. What's going on? What was- hmm? Your blanket's moving in there. Uh, yeah, my wife is... My wife and I are doing a weird role play. Oh, horny electrician? Yeah, horny electrician. Been there, pal. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later. Happy uh, May Day tomorrow, happy huh? Happy May Day. Sean, <laughs> uh, you almost blew it. <laughs> would you... <laughs> I'm kind of hung up on this horny electrician idea, though. Do you mind <laughs> sniffling and sneezing a little bit, and I'll uh, mess with that light bulb up there? And uh, Yeah, uh, I could get into that. Okay. Very Just, cool. Would, while we do it, though, will you uh, stuff me in that refrigerator box? What? So nobody sees. Nobody walks by sees. I don't want them to think that the electrician would take advantage of me like that. <laughs> who cares? I don't even know who our electrician... <laughs> Sean, why are you freaking out so much? Because I ate an edible. <laughs> oh, I heard those uh, can be very intense. Yes, they can be. Especially if you eat... The thing about edibles is you have to trust the dose you take at first and just wait it out. If you uh, try to double up on it, then Boom! Weed City. I'm actually sleepy. Okay. I mean, I could sleep. Will you, just while I sleep, will you... Uh, I don't want anybody to see us sleeping, so just... Uh, <laughs> Why? Spray paint the windows. Uh, spray paint the windows, hurry! <laughs> spray paint the windows! Really? I have to get spray paint and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yes? Hi, uh, the super called me over. I'm the electrician. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> to... wait a minute! What? I'm here. Uh, the super called me over. We see this electrician as a boner. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, uh, there's been some outlets out, so I'm just testing outlets. <laughs> wait a minute! Peel off his mustache. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where? You just introduced your dog to me. What are you doing? What? <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head. I figured I'd come down here and get it on this action. Where's your sick wife? <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that, Greg. I'm glad you don't have a criminal history. Yeah. A clean sheet. Clean sheet, especially in Kansas. <laughs> I feel like they could hold a grudge. Uh, yeah. Um, Wayland, uh, what would you like to talk about, friendo? Yeah, so since we hold uh, host a baseball podcast, I thought I'd talk about baseball a little bit. Cool. Great. That's Hell right. yeah. Uh, nothing. Uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in southwest Iowa, and uh, the closest... Uh, professional team was the Royals, the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. We were very bad almost the whole time we were growing up. But um, 
Like, I don't know how I became a baseball fan. I was mm. just thinking this the other day because my family, there's, like, I don't have any baseball. My uncle's a baseball fan, but I wasn't close to him. Like, I just, it's not like I was, like, 19 and I decided. I just was, I've always been a baseball fan as far as I can remember. I don't know how my dad doesn't care for my, mm-hmm. like, grandparents. Like, I just know influence. But I'm sort of the same, actually. My, my, yeah. My, my parents would watch a little bit. But I was definitely leading. I think it was friends. Anyway, yeah, I could. But I was, I was like a baseball fan starting when I was like literally like three or four years old. Yeah, like I like I honestly don't remember not liking baseball. Like <laughs> I just always like known who George Brett was. Uh, <laughs> like, my dad like knew sports, but he wasn't like a diehard fan or everything. So sometimes, but uh, the cool thing is, is that my dad definitely. Um, helped nurture it in a cool way which i think because my dad was my dad was a very my dad is and was he's a very like i should stay at the top that i have a great relationship with my dad and i think he's a great dad but he was also a very stereotypical like midwestern type like you know like there wasn't a lot of like affection or anything but the it's the thing that i took for granted at the time but every year from when i was in second grade until my senior year of high school he would pull me out of school on opening day in kansas city and drive me to Coffin Stadium and take me to a game. That's awesome. That's yeah, it's very like cool. and like at the time I totally didn't even and it was like, it was like a two hour drive and that was wow. obviously before the internet so we didn't know of traffic and like it seemed like every year we didn't remember how to get to the stadium <laughs> like, like is this the exit and we get lost or the traffic would be crazy and sometimes we didn't even have tickets because that was before the internet so it's like I don't know how you buy tickets so we'd scalp them and I know he paid more than probably he could afford like all this stuff that I'm realizing now is like man like he this is like a real Wow, great thing, and it's the I think it's the number one thing I miss about not living in Iowa is that like I'm bummed like I can't go to games with my dad. Uh-huh. Uh, so every single year, like without fail, uh, from second grade until my senior year of high school, we'd go down to opening day and scalp tickets, or uh, we had tickets. Sometimes my grandpa would go, uh, and it was just like a really nice thing. Uh, one of the stories I wanted to tell about it though is another cool thing. I don't know if you can still do this, but back then. You could hang out where the players' parking lot was. <laughs> like it was blocked off. Like you couldn't go by their cars, but you could go up to the gates. So like when get they, autographs. Yeah, and they can get autographs, which was really cool. And once I was there, my grandpa was there, and my dad was there, and we were getting autographs. And uh, uh, there's this player the Royals had named Jose Lind. Uh, his nickname was Chico Lind. He played for the Pirates before that. Uh-huh. He wasn't very good, but he was a pretty good defensive player. But he was, I guess, he was known for being like a world class asshole. And uh, my grandpa was with us, and he ran into a dude that he knew because my da- my grandpa lived in Kansas, so he lived much closer. That was like a sports memorabilia collector, mm-hmm. and uh, so they were talking, and that dude was kind of helping me get autographs and stuff. And then uh, Chico Lin came out; it, might, it was probably his first year with the Royals. And I was like, I'm gonna get his autograph. And the sports collector was like, No way, kid! And I think I was fourth or fifth grade. He's like, You're not gonna get his autograph. I was like, What? He's right here. And he's like, no, he doesn't give autographs. He's like, he's the only royal I don't have an autograph for. It's like a sports. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so Chico Lynn, sure enough, everyone was like, get an autograph. Get an autograph. Can I have an autograph, Chico? And he just like walked past everybody and went to his car, which was like a classic Corvette, like, or something like uh-huh. a convertible. And he pulls out of the parking lot. And I was like, I'm getting this autograph. So I was so mad at this dude for saying I couldn't get the mm-hmm. autograph. And I sprinted after the car. Like, I ran after it, and he had to stop at the end of the parking lot to like for, like, a bus or something. So I caught up to the car, and I was oh. like, Chico, Chico, can you sign my ball? And he was looking at me, and he was like, what? And I was like, sign my ball. And he's like, yeah, you got a pin? And I was like, oh, fuck. 
<laughs> like I didn't have a pen at all. And he was like, I was like, no, I don't have a pen. And he was like, he looked around and there was another kid like my age, like holding out a pen. He took the kid's pen, signed my ball, kept the pen, and sped away. <laughs> <laughs> So that kid didn't get an autograph. I got one. And lost his pen. And he lost his pen. I got one and like walked back like so confident. Wow. In like this like <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> like Meanwhile, I got this it's ball. the worst memory this other kid has. Yeah, he's, he's, telling, he's on he's on another podcast telling how bad. Uh <laughs> and so that was like a great memory. And there's just one more I wanted to talk about, which was um the time we went and it was my mom's birthday. <laughs> And it was the first time ever that the Cubs had played in Kauffman Stadium because it was the first, it was the second year of interleague play, but the okay. first year that the Cubs played at Kauffman Stadium. And I'm a Cubs fan and a Royals fan. I was, and it was the year that Sammy Sosa uh, and Mark McGuire, it was 98, it was the home run race. I, w- I went to some games that year. Uh, I saw Mark McGuire 64, 65. Oh, you did? Yeah, no one hit a home run. It was unfortunate. It yeah. was June 28th, 1998. Uh, but it was a great game, had a really good time uh, at the game. And then my mom was like, it took a lot of convincing to, to get my mom to let us go down there, but it was a day game, so we're like, oh, we'll be back probably by like 7 o'clock, and we'll celebrate. And we were about 35 <laughs> or 40 minutes outside of town, and my dad's car breaks down, and it's me and my friend and my dad, and, and the car breaks down in a like uh, uh, funeral home <laughs> parking lot. And again, this is 1998, and we didn't have a cell phone. I'm, I'm sure some people had cell phones, but we definitely did it. Mm-hmm. And so we had to call. We ended up finding a phone, and called my mom, and she had to drive like forty minutes <laughs> on her birthday. She was like ready to head out with her friends, and we were supposed to like meet her. And my mom was pretty young, so this would have been like her thirty eighth birthday. Uh-huh. So it was like still like time to go out and drink and have some fun. And she had to drive, <laughs> like, and just sacrificed her whole birthday to come pick us up. Aww. And like never, at least to me, complained about it. Wow. So like I had like just the most supportive <laughs> parents, oh, and allowed great. me to watch baseball and just like. The, the what they let me get away with and like I think the reading how important was and it's a stupid thing I guess to have like a lot of import but I just like always appreciated and now especially just like me on a two hour road trip with me just like babbling on about like did you know that Benito Santiago <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my dad just like uh, put up with it and it was great so it's just a nice memory of my dad I wow. want to share of going to that's great him. yeah that's funny my dad wasn't big into sports either I'm trying to ask well so wait you saw Cubs at Royals was that was that opening day or that was no 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 that would that, that was on June that was just another was June twenty eighth nineteen ninety eight yeah oh, okay yeah, gotcha my mom's birthday gotcha yeah. I blanked out for that part and it was ninety eight because I was, was wondering home. how you uh, that uh, now connecting yeah. the dots it was your mom's birthday because I was like damn that's yeah. a very specific <laughs> memory <laughs> it was also it was also in June that's when Sammy Sosa hit twenty home runs in June oh wow. so he, he I think he was either on eighteen or nineteen he did not they, hit a home run that game but, like, they should just let people use steroids huh how much more <laughs> yeah. fun is it to it was, see yeah. a twenty home run month. Just let them <laughs> use steroids. It was pretty fun for me. Great. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Even even I feel like now baseball is in like the era of pitchers where like there's so many no hitters and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the highest like, strikeout rate. Yeah. yeah, in a long time. But I grew up <laughs> during the era of <laughs> home runs. Yeah, it was insane. I definitely remember watching McGuire hit his. 62nd with my parents it was like and they you know they were showing literally every game that he played on espn was it yeah i just remember it like barely squeaking over the wall and then he came right up to yeah Yeah. it was in st louis it was against the cubs uh 
and I remember when I was a kid, I watched it on ESPN, but I recorded the WGN feed so I could go and watch also, <laughs> like how WGN handled it. So I watched. I still have wow. recorded. So just like, booing yeah. him, Harry yeah. <laughs> <Like> Carey, <laughs> like <laughs> you suck. No, he was dead. He was I think, dead. I think uh, the Brewers were so bad dead. that year that like literally it was a sold out game and it was just like somehow I got bleacher tickets, which is incredible to me because it. It was for 60... He'd already broken the record. It was 64 and 65. And I remember just people... Everyone had a glove on. <laughs> was that in County Stadium? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was. I think. 98, probably. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, yeah, everyone was ready for that same thing. Because the guy in Chicago, right, got that ball and, like, had... Sold it for a million bucks, Yeah, right? something yeah. like that. We were, well, it was insane. He hit the 62nd in St. Louis. It was a good gotcha. chance, but it was insane. But I just remember that guy, that being a big deal, like, he had it. And I was trying to be that guy. All right, up steps to the plate. Second baseman Chico Lind uh, hitting 270 this year. Uh, solid bat for the Royals and notable asshole. Uh, yeah, that, that's right, Pete. Uh, just the other day, he literally stole candy from a baby. It was my baby. Oh, I did not realize that, Pete. I did know the baby cried for two hours. Yeah, couldn't get a lick of sleep. Uh, feeling real cranky today. Uh, and Lynn takes strike one. <clears throat> uh, there's a fact about Lynn. Every time he takes a strike, he will steal $100 from a local charity. <laughs> Uh, I I gotta say, I'm getting uh, words from our producer in my ear right now Telling us not to call Chico Lind an asshole on the air uh, Going live out to the Kansas City metropolitan area And uh, frankly, I think uh, Sorry Uh, Don't use the word a-hole You can use something like uh, prick Or uh, scumbag Or... uh, Loud, loud and clear. Fricker. Loud and clear. Yeah. Hear you loud and clear, Charlie. <laughs> All right, Charlie, our prick of a producer, just told us we can't use the a hole word anymore. I was agreeing with you guys. I'm just saying. Okay, just well, uh, why don't you shove it up your ass, Charlie? <laughs> I'm going to call uh, Chico Lind a fucking knob job as much as I want. Thank you very much. And Lind takes ball one. Here's a, here's a fact about Charlie, our producer, uh, picks his nose and wipes the boogers on orphans. I, I did not know that. Yeah, he that, I, uh, saw I don't do see it. that on an our... orphan. Uh, an orphan? One orphan. Okay. It's not a habit. It's an accident. I saw him at Worlds of Fun. He did it. And Lynn takes ball, too. <laughs> Haven't seen a swing out of notable asshole Chico Lind yet. Uh, I gotta say, uh, Darren, the uh, Angels are looking pretty good today. Yeah, the Angels look real great. Look like a good team this uh, especially year. Especially considered Chico Lynn called in a bomb threat to their hotel yesterday, and they had to evacuate at four thirty in the morning. I left my I left my phone in there. Huh? I left my phone in the room. I don't want to go in and get it. Do you have to go? You they please just tore me apart when I just gave you Chico Lynn fouls it off, <laughs> and the ball hit. A woman in a wheelchair, and it looks like she's unconscious. It almost seems like he did it on purpose, Pete. I wouldn't be surprised by anything Nazi sympathizer Chico Lynn does. We just heard a knock at our booth door. Yeah, we're calling a game. Sorry, I just left left my phone in here. 
I'm just looking for it. Who are you? Uh, I'm uh, Daryl. Uh, I'm the guy who sets up before the game starts. I get... Oh, Daryl. I heard stories about Daryl. That's impossible. You didn't know who I was until... No, we know about Daryl. No. We know about Daryl. Oh, found it. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I was looking he's, through... He's I was, locked in. <laughs> I was looking through that phone that he left here and just screenshot after screenshot of child pornography. What? No. That's right, Daryl. You can't tell how old those buttons ch- are. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, boys. This isn't good. The old car broke down in front of a... Oh, boy. Divorce law firm. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> okay, I promised your mother we'd be home. <laughs> we wanna, what do we want to go to the game? <laughs> well, I know you want to go to the game, but it's her birthday. We're just going to have to call her and see if she'll come down here. Whew. Okay. Just Why are you be- nervous? Are you and Mom getting a divorce? Huh? No, we're not. Things yeah, I, are. I feel like it shouldn't matter where we break down in front of. I feel like it should. That's in, at the, we- it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's just. It would have been nice if it was a flower shop, or <laughs> something. This just doesn't. I don't think it's in her head, but if she, Dad, you're sweating a lot. <laughs> I just. It's you know. I, she gave me an inch, and I feel like I took a mile. And this just might push her over the edge. I'm just a little stressed. Maybe we could push it over to that ice cream shop. Let's push the truck over to that ice cream shop, then call mom. Okay? Come on, boys. I don't want to push it. I'm not going to push it. Dad. Home dead car. Fine! <laughs> Dad, just go into the divorce lawyer and ask to use the phone. Fine. Fine. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, uh, the old car broke down in front of the divorce lawyer uh, office what? trick. Uh, the, come on. Everyone who's thinking about it pulls this nonsense. No, I'm not thinking about it at all. Yeah, I just, just take these use... papers. What? No. <laughs> just look over. Just fill out that form. It'll fill no. out your income, how many kids you have, your work schedule, all that kind of stuff. No, no, we'll no, no. Out. This was entirely accidental. This is, I need to call my wife and see if she can come jump the car, give us a ride. Sir? It's a, yeah? Sir, I couldn't help but over here. Uh, I'm here filing papers. Um, I gotta say, it's the best decision I ever made. What? You're not gonna, you're not gonna regret this. You I'm, may be getting cold feet now that you're in the office, but uh, <laughs> trust me, it feels real this good is not to unload. This is not intentional. Yeah, I, I said am, the same no. thing. No, 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 said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Divorce is never intentional. Okay. Look, it's just a different differences. Differences between people. Great. I uh, I appreciate that and I respect that. We don't have a difference. I just need to use your phone to call my wife. Uh, Fine. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cut to the other side of town. Oh no. Harry's calling me. Harry? <laughs> yeah. He's calling me while I'm out at this. At uh, Thunder Down Under. The <laughs> what? We were just stopping for lunch here at Thunder Down Under. He's not. I know why we're here. They have the best salads in town. And, they also and the best of... pecs. <laughs> Alyssa, what? stop Alyssa, like we're not packs. here for the men. We're here for the salads. Okay, I'm going to answer this phone, but you all pretend that we're at uh, Shoney's. Okay, great. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hey, honey. I'll take the Shoney's burger. 
I'll take the pecs. <laughs> Shelly's got a new burger? <laughs> yeah, uh, they got a new burger. Um, uh, sweetheart, what's what's um, going on? I, I, uh, You're calling from a weird number. I know. Uh, the car broke down. Um, Is that right? Just go ahead and tell her. <laughs> just go ahead and tell her you don't love her anymore. What are you? You don't or love you still me love her, but you lo- can't be with her. Yeah. That's fine, too. I get that dick out of my face! <laughs> I mean, get the uh, curly fries out of the... What number is he calling you from? Put mm-hmm. the dick in my face. <laughs> ah. They What's... got new apps over at Chonies? <laughs> Look. Yeah, we're at Chonies. It's great. I guess pick me up. Look, I need you to come pick me up. Uh, order a couple of those dicks to go. <laughs> I got the kids with me. I didn't even tell you what dicks were. <laughs> I don't know. They're, ta- they're Tato skins. Um, Ugh, yuck. Uh, yeah, d- best not get them. sticks. They got mott sticks? Mm, nope. Okay. <laughs> then I guess... Uh, forget it. Look, honey, I'm so sorry. I know it's your birthday. Me and the boys broke down. And I just need a ride. Uh, oh, come on. Get off the phone. I'm trying. I just Here, let me take it. Hello? Hi. What? Hey, it's Alyssa. Uh, hi, Alyssa. Listen, I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? Give me that. Come on. Get out we, the door. Uh, <laughs> You've been on my line forever. We, yep, this is, uh, <laughs> this is his attorney. Attorney? Mm-hmm. What? Well, I'll be, be honest it. with you then, and you could tell him. We were at Thunder Down Under because we wanted to have a good time. Hmm, Thunder Down Under. Uh, Let me ask, is there dicks flying around, dicks in the face? Because that, prom- that leads to promiscuity, which wait, is what? Dicks technically we help everywhere. our case. Dicks everywhere, you say? Oh, right. Your assistant has my arms. <laughs> He's holding my arms. Please let me have the phone back. I'll get the tape out and duck it. Duck tape and shut if you don't shut up. <laughs> what is happening? Look, I think we can just settle this right now. Why was my friend's husband calling? He wants a divorce. No, I don't want a <laughs> we divorce. We accept. Did I Great. Sherry is ready to party. Okay, but you're not getting the goddamn pool. We have a pool? (laughs) What the hell? God dang it. I tried to get... I tried... Well, Brad Pitt, he... (laughs) He signed your movie ticket, and then he ball-tapped me and, and stole my... Freaking keys! What happened? That wasn't cool, man. I'm sorry. I'm on a father-son outing. Anything is possible. <laughs> what? I'm what on a father-son outing. Anything is possible. Well, next time, I don't know. Just was... <sighs> like let us both have a chance to get a nice autograph from these people at the at the ocean. Gal- huh? Yeah. At the Ocean's 14 premiere. Yes. Ooh, here comes George Clooney. <laughs> George, 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 George. George. Yes, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) That's how good of of an actor he is. That's his natural voice. (laughs) George, can we get an autograph? George, can I get an autograph? Autograph, autograph. Oh, I have an ER uh, headshot from 1994. Jess, you can get an autograph. You, in the blue, not you. (laughs) Oh! I'll sign anything you want. Oh, gosh. Uh, I've only got this uh, 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 receipt from a 7-Eleven. Ooh, very fancy. Sign, 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 sign. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Spit on me. And he took my glasses. <laughs> Whoa, Why? Well, this is a crummy day. You gotta come with a dad. <laughs> my 
dead past. And oh, it is merely a gold. Oh my god, the most famous one. Hello, nice to see you. Elliot, uh, yes. you gotta sign something. Uh, oh, anything. Uh, uh, I don't have anything. Maybe sign that guy's shirt and give it to me? Yes, Who's take- Elliot Gould? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Elliot Gould? <laughs> no! <laughs> what do you mean, who is Elliot Gould? I am in Ocean's 11, 12, 13, 14. I thought that was like the mayor of New York or the... No? <laughs> you know, I already didn't like you when I first saw you, but now I hate you more. <laughs> He pulls his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? I didn't want an autograph. Here you go. I sign it. Fuck your friend, Elliot Gould. Oh, this is awesome. We're not friends, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought see. we were pretty good friends. Haven't been here for a while. Whoa, Julia Roberts. Julia, 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 Julia. I Julia. have a replica of rich uh, dress from Pretty Women. <laughs> pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that shiny red one. Oh, if you could just hold it for a second and take a picture with me, Julia. Yes, I'll hold it for you until for a second only. Okay. I take pity. What is I take pity on notable assholes like you. Asshole? Yes. I'm mourning my father. This is how we bonded when I was a kid. Why? Every Ocean's movie. <laughs> he uh, just was, guys, guys, I can, I can do a better Julia Roberts than Greg. Oh, huh? That Julia Roberts that Greg is doing here this is terrible. I can do a better Julia Roberts than Greg. Hey, man, I thought that was pretty spot on. No, I can do. I can do a better one. Sorry to interrupt the scene, but I could just. I can definitely do it better. Wow, you want to get in there? Yeah. No, no, no. Just continue no, the scene. No, no, I'm just saying that's there. a pretty weak Julia Roberts. No, if you think Roberts. you can get Ooh, in there, do it, Julia Roberts. No, I didn't. I was. I was just saying that's a pretty. Makeup. <laughs> it's a pretty weak Julia Roberts from Greg. I okay, can do man. Julia well, I did. Thirty minutes later on the Meet Improv. I look. I look great. <laughs> you look really I, like, great. I look pretty good. All right, all right. I'll start with my line again. Okay, <laughs> Julia, Julia, I got a replica d- dress from Pretty Women. I mean, Pretty Woman. Uh, it's the red shiny one. Will you sign it for Julia, me, Julia? I've always wanted to watch you throw these tomatoes at a man in a dress. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay, I'll throw, <laughs> I'll throw the tomatoes at the dress. Waylon, you've been talking up this Julia Roberts impression for like months and months. I didn't want to do it. I just said I could do it. I've been doing a Julia Roberts impression. I just said, okay, I'm just, I didn't really want to interrupt the whole thing for it. I just want to know that I could do better than yours. Okay, guy. We cut to um, a couple months later. Jake and I are on a train. (laughs) 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 Uh, The guy checking the tickets comes up to us. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Is there a problem, train conductor? Uh, well, you guys are just, uh, looks like you're traveling on this train. Yeah, uh, yeah, we are. I'm actually right in the, we're, we're, uh, improv comedians. Um, oh, you're improv We're traveling comedian. with yeah. our show, and we have, uh, I'm editing a, a really funny episode right now. Yeah. Uh, All right. We just did a bunch of, like, an ocean scene. And yeah. You're telling me you're comedians traveling on a train, mm-hmm. editing a podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the ocean's... 14 scene? Improv, c- improv comedians. Improv. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to hold you theater. up too long, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going to need to see those tickets. Hey, dude, thanks for letting me tag along on your meat podcast. <laughs> yeah, Wayland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know that bathroom has a great window for smoking weed? Ah! You know what I mean? Uh, for Chief and Reefer. That's the improv. He's improvising right now. We're just. No, I'm not doing improv right now. No, he is improvising. I'm not on all the time, Josh. I'm smoking weed in the bathroom. What's your problem? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. You, what'd you say? You tell me you chiefing reefer in the bathroom? 
while yeah. these fellas here are editing a podcast. Uh, uh, only I actually edited it. Uh, he, <laughs> he kind of dicked around. What are you doing in an electrician's outfit, by the way? <laughs> oh, hey, I recognize that look in your eye. I mean, I don't want to hold you fellas up for too long, but uh, uh, I can get into this. Just a courtesy announcement to all the women on the train. <laughs> if, you're, if you've got a blanket over you, take it off. <laughs> Because Jaborski's on looking one. for some <laughs> sick women. <sighs> uh, hey, you actually—I need you on my side for this one, uh, Trey Conductor. You might want to talk to this guy. What? What? Oh, oh! You tell me you fill those bags of Cheetos with tiny wieners, and you expect us not to get horny? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Amtrak. <laughs> And that's how you do it, meatheads. That's how you do a meta improvised. <laughs> See, I think my Julia Roberts was much better than yours. Just <laughs> no, for, the, for the record, for the record, it was a great Julia Roberts. That was real. Lots of spot on accents and impressions today. Uh, no question. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the meet. Um, we appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, this was great. Thanks, dudes. Let's go around and plug stuff. I guess uh, we sort of already plugged plug Duck Snort. Just you told me a name for a piddling bass hit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, just falls in between the fielders. A lucky hit. Yeah, of. yeah. Okay, that's what a duck snort is. Duck snort. Duck. Yeah, snort. I was going to ask, but I assumed every guest you had on asked. No, no nobody's it's, asked it's, so far. Yeah, it's Did a. You? It's not super. It's like if you watch a lot of baseball, you've probably yeah. heard the term, but it's not super well known either. It's not like yeah, it's not like dumb to not know no. or have yeah. heard that term. I feel like, um, uh, but that's but, on Boardwalk Audio. Right? Yeah, you yeah. can go to DuckSnortPodcast.com or find us in the iTunes Store. You can also follow at DuckSnortPod at or on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Yeah, and I'll also I guess plug my own Twitter, Great. which is at Greggy Nix G R E G G Y N I X. Great. Great. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll plug my Twitter, I guess. Wayland Xtreme. That's X T R E M E. Josh is a big fan of it. Uh, also, this is a thing I do now. I plug my wife's podcast. <laughs> or not okay. podcast, my wife's Twitter on podcast because she's funny at Katie Two Hands. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. I think it's it, hers is legitimately better than mine. So that's <laughs> she's very good I agree. at it. Yeah, she's very good at it. It's definitely better. What did, she did one. Her Twitter is very funny. Uh, oh, Korean Abdul Jabarbecue the yeah. other day, which I just thought was very funny for no reason. Yeah. Just super <laughs> weird. At Katie Two Hands. Check it out. She's <laughs> funny. Uh, Jake? Hold on. Uh, Plug that motorcycle that you're getting on right now, Jake. <laughs> Jake. Uh, uh, check out Word Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month at UCB Franklin uh, in Los Angeles, 930. Great. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. Um, also, you can check uh, Waylon Jake and I host, hosting Shapeshift Improv at the Clubhouse the first Thursday of every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we host a show together, do a set. It's always new improv forms. Okay. You probably know that if you're listening to this. Um, yeah. The Meet is on Facebook. The Meet Improv is on Twitter. Uh, you can like us. Rate and review us on the iTunes store. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you to State Bird for doing our music. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meet. The Meet. Improv. I'll take you home. It's time you the time. I'll take you home. This has been.
been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.